signal on, the bone signal on up in New York and Radio Brett from the Roger and JP show probably accidentally caught a couple of minutes of our show. And uh, he agrees with you that Cole Chamber is better than the Rolling Stones. Yeah, it's not even really close, to be honest with you. And, and, and Brett's like a radio guy or a music guy. Oh, yeah. He, he knows his stuff. This isn't just not some jabroni. Yeah, he's aficionado. I mean, he likes good music like Wu-Tang and Beastie Boys. And Cold Chamber, too. Oh, man. Cold Chamber was before their time. It's all back in the day roller skating jams. Uh, by the way, uh, Boozy Pig comes from their last name, which is like Tambuzo or something like that. Thank you to whomever pointed that out to me. So the Rolling Stones had their time. 60s, 70s, even the early 80s, right up until about Start Me Up. Harlem Shuffle's a weird song. Harlem Shuffle? Is that the one everybody did the uh, the dance no, to? No, that, that's the Harlem Shake. Oh. They had uh, the Harlem Shuffle. Sounds problematic. Uh, yeah, and, uh, well, especially for a band that is accused of ripping off the uh, the soul and uh, rhythm and blues of the, uh, of the black man. Uh, here's Harlem Shuffle. Sugar, yeah, that's somewhat problematic. It sounds like the musical version of Blackface. Honestly, we were talking about MTV earlier, and one of my favorite Rolling Stones songs that's only my, I really even only landed on my radar because of MTV. And uh, that was a really cool video. Where I think it was Mick who was waiting on Keith. It's called Waiting on a Friend. And it was like uh, Mick Jagger in a doorway. looked like New York City. And he's doing Mick Jagger things in the doorway. You know, moving his long, scrawny arms. (laughs) Puckering up those big old lips. Oh, wow, you got a bit of Jagger in you. I have moves like Jagger, John. Loosen up those hips a little bit. Oh, wow. Bone TV, theboneonline.com. Better bring a change of panties, ladies. That's, wait, that's, that's Vic singing? Yeah. They had some good stuff. Uh, stuff I really liked. Of course, uh, start me up with the famous lyric, you make a dead man come. Which, as a kid, yeah, uh, that's that's a hell of a trick. I, 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 if I'm like, if that's possible, I'm never going by a cemetery again because that freaked me out. Um, so they had their their time, uh, 60s, 70s, even into the mid 80s. But uh, that time's done. You maybe do one nostalgia tour in the 90s to late 90s, count your millions, and ride off into the sunset. You managed to make it through uh, the controversy of one of your members first dating and then marrying a 13-year-old girl. Maybe she was 14. I think it was Ron Wood or one of those guys. And then, um, you know, you've basically existed with the same lineup for a couple of decades. I'm sure you invested well, especially Keith uh, Richards. 
and then uh, and you're you're done. But for whatever reason, every couple of years or so, the Rolling Stones decide, uh, I, Cave, it's Mick. I was thinking, right? I just bought that house down in Lakewood Ranch, right? And it's crazy expensive. So I was, I was thinking I could use a few more zeros in the old bank account. Uh, I was thinking, I was thinking, I was thinking, what? I was I mean, I'm sure they probably talked through their managers anyway. But I imagine that's how the convo went. It can't just be we love music so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's it. I mean, you can't have fun playing those songs still. Not being that old. No. Like, I'm sorry, if you're that old, Jumpin' Jack Flash does not sound like a good time any longer. So yesterday, they're gearing up for their 13-date uh, tour of the United States of America, which I believe would put them right here in Tampa for a date. And uh, Charlie Watts, he's got to go to the doctor. You know, he's 80 years old. 80. I'm not making that up. That's not hyperbole. The dude's 80. So he's going to the doctor, and of course they find something. He's 80, you know? When you go to the doctor past 50, they're probably going to find something, which is why I encourage you, don't go to the doctor. They're just going to find something. So, uh, and I, that's not me officially giving you medical advice. That's just what I do. So uh, Charlie Watts, he's like, uh, well, I'm gonna about to go on tour. I go to the doctor. So doctor's fishing around, probably back there. You know, or, or grabbing his couillons or whatever, and, and they and they find something, right? And whatever they found was so significant that he's going to miss the whole tour. Oh no! I mean, there's no way that dude has not played his last gig with the Rolling Stones, right? Uh, wait, it, it, is it possible that he he has played his last gig? He's that's done what I'm saying forever. Yeah, yeah. There's no way he plays. Yeah, no, it. no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what is it if he makes it to 82 or 81. I mean, mm. are they going to keep going? I, I, I I mean, are you really enjoying yourself at a Stones concert when they're this old? Or are you just soaking in the nostalgia? Uh, you're soaking in the nostalgia. I, I, I think you're telling yourself, my God, I can't believe I'm seeing these living dinosaurs play these songs I grew up yeah. with. And so uh, Charlie had a procedure, completely successful, uh, but his doctor concluded that he needs rest and re recuperation, you know, because he's 80. I mean, I don't know. We talked about Martha Stewart yesterday, and she's 80, looking fine as hell. Yeah, she could get some. Yeah, so, I mean, did they say they say men age more gracefully, right? They say that. They say that, but, uh, but I, I mean, look at Charlie Watts and look at Martha Stewart. Exactly. Who would you want to the bank? Yeah. So, uh, on Wednesday, Charlie Watts re released a statement himself saying, for once, my timing has been a little off, which I don't know too much about drumming, but I imagine if the timing is off on your drummer, you're not going to turn in a great set of music. Uh, and he said, I'm, I'm working hard to get fully fit, but I have today accepted on the advice of the experts that this will take a while. After all the fans suffering caused by COVID, I really do not want the many RS fans who have been holding tickets for this tour to be disappointed by another postponement or cancellation. I have therefore... Asked my great friend Steve Jordan to stand in for me. I mean, I don't know who Steve Jordan is. Well, that's the thing. Some of those bands, when they get so damn old, you can really just plop in another old guy. That's true. I mean, it's just, that's what they do. You know, bands that tour that are old, it's 99% just old random guys. And then one person who was really in the band. I don't, you know, I don't know how much their music is going to quote unquote suffer. Because again, you're getting the 80 year old version of the Rolling Stones. So is it that much different between Charlie Watts and, and Steve Jordan 
No. By the way, Charlie was uh, treated successfully for throat cancer back in 2004. Oh, no. So, uh, you know, ho- hopefully that hasn't returned. But I, I don't think that dude is ever going to play another gig with the Rolling Stones. And I don't know that the Stones should be playing any more gigs. The Rolling Stones going to be one of those bands. Uh, they, I actually got a kick out of these. They did uh, the real music series at Bush Gardens, and it's oh, yeah. like the Platters and the Diamonds and all the, those bands from the '40s and '50s and stuff. Yeah, w- will they just keep going until they're there, or like, once they get to the points where they can't do the stadiums? Will you see Mick Jagger playing a Bush Gardens? No, no, they'll always, as long as they're alive, play stadiums. Like, like they're just on name alone because the Beatles, the Stones, the Who. But yeah, because because it's sometimes everybody can just be dead, and somebody will own the estate of the Rolling Stones, and they'll still have a touring Royal Rolling Stones band, oh. but they'll all be dead. So okay, so and by the way, the fact that Keith uh, has lived for so long, it'll is, just be Keith. It'll be Keith and and, and uh, new people. Because Keith did a, a solo album or two. Yeah, he'll be in a he'll be in a wheelchair jamming, and then you'll have uh, huh. you know somebody else. So you'll see him at Beer Fest at Bush Gardens or Summer Jam or whatever they have. I don't know. I, I guess that seems plausible. More plausible than it be mixed since he lives down in this area. Yeah. By the way, I, I think we've talked about this before, and we don't use gay as an insult on this show, but the gayest video that has ever existed is Mick Jagger and David Bowie doing Dancing in the Streets. Do they kiss? Uh, they do everything but kiss. <laughs> Wait, no. They do everything but. Carl, what's up? Welcome to Drew Grab Alive. How you doing, Carl? Hey, hey guys, man. what's up? Hey man. Hey, so um, yeah, I wanted to make a comment about you know the stones and stuff. Can we do so a Carl I, off? Without, you want to do a you, Carl? You off? try your best Carl, and I'll try my best Carl. We'll have Carl do his best Carl. Not like Boris Karloff, but uh, but a Carl. A off. Carl off, yeah. So okay, so like we, I would go. Yeah. Hey man, um, yeah, just wanted to uh, you know uh, give uh, something about the Rolling Stones that isn't really what you guys are yeah. talking about, but there's like a personal thing for me about the Rolling Stones. And uh, I'm going to ramble on for like two minutes and then feel oh, real bad a, about the call oh, and then send a tweet that it, my feelings got I, hurt. I didn't, I didn't think it was going to – I didn't want it to be mean-spirited. You can't determine my material. Oh, okay. I'm giving you my Carl. Okay. You said it was a Carl off. Okay. Let's hear your Carl. Well, I thought maybe we could try Carl. Carl, next. Carl give us your best Carl. Yeah, no, anyways, so my uh, my dad, That's good. Um, he's a huge Stones fan. Okay, uh, I got it, I got it. All right, okay. all right, good. Thank you, Carl. Uh, go ahead, John. Let's hear your right, Carl. My Carl. dad, he's a, he's a big Stones fan, and uh, yeah. he uh, he uh, he left me in the car, though, while we went. He went to see the Stones, and uh, then he brought a, a lady back to the car, and he finger blasted her while I was in my car seat in the back, and uh, I just <laughs> ne- never forget it, man. I'll talk to you guys later. That's a pretty good Carl. Yeah, thanks. I, I think Carl's got the best Carl so yeah. far. So, Carl, you win. Keep going with your story. All right, yeah. So, uh, they went to the, the Stones concert in Orlando, like, a couple years ago, and they, they had a blast. Um, he always told me it's either, like, the Stones or you're a Beatles fan. I was always a Beatles fan, so I wasn't really into the Stones. Like, everyone knows their, you know, A-side hits on their vinyls, like, you know, all their hit songs and stuff, but... Dude, I've been listening to a lot of their stuff, like, from their B-side, and he actually picked up some tickets for um, him, my mom, my girl, and me, and we're going to be going to the show, and I'm really stoked about it, and I I don't think that they're still, you know, just trying to be greedy and and make, they don't need the money. I I honestly think that they're, they just love the art, they love playing music, and I think they're doing it for the generation, like, of of kids my age, like, I'm I'm 26. You've been indoctrinated, Carl. Actually... Well, real quick, man, I, you know, I'm thankful that I'm going to see them. You know, I'm a 
huge music clip. Like I, Carl. No, John, with, you don't. You said with no exaggeration. No. I would one. I would. I would pay if I had to pay. I would pay to go watch you do a two-hour set on the banjo before I would pay to go see the Rolling Stones. So hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> you you said that they kind of stink. All I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two words: Monkey Man. By the Rolling Stones. Well, that's hurtful. That was more than two words. That's but, five words. But yeah. you need to look that song look that song up. Okay. And let me tell you, you tell me if you think that that's not a good jam okay. right there. And okay. I, I. Thank you, Carl. I'm sorry to hang up so quickly. I was just so startled by what I saw. So K Dubs uh, tweeted out two shout outs in one show for her. She said, uh, "Brown Sugar is a great song if you never look at the lyrics." You ever look at the lyrics of Brown Sugar before? By well, the way, I mean, I assumed it was problematic. Well, I didn't think it was. I, I was just like, he, he oh, okay, cool. He likes black girls. You know, he's singing a song it's, about black it's, girls. It's work. So, does he not like black girls? Well, I'm not sure if he, if like is the right term. Let me give you the lyrics. You ready? Gold Coast slave ship bound oh, oh, for oh, cotton okay. fields. Oh, 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 oh. That's in this song. The first lyrics. Gold Coast slave ship bound for cotton no. fields. That can't be the right. Sold in a market down in New Orleans. Scarred old slaver knows he's doing all right. Hear him whip the women just around midnight. What? what? That's this song? How come you taste so good? So where does the whipping the slaves, where does where does he get from that to the brown sugar tasting so good? Drums beating, cold English blood runs hot. Lady of the house wondering where it's going to stop. House boy knows that he's doing all right. You should have heard him just around midnight. I'm so confused. I bet your mama was a tent show queen and all her boyfriends were sweet 16. I'm no schoolboy, but I know what I like. You should have heard me just around midnight. This might be problematic. So is he talking about the evolution of interracial couples? Does it start? Is that what's happening? You know, it's kind of like a country song where it goes, it, it progresses. So first is it's a sad, racist slave tale. And then second, you, you've got a man making love to a, a black woman. And then I don't, I didn't grasp what the third verse was about, but it sounds like there's progress. It's really a tale of progress. Well, it's got a very brutal beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to overlook that. progress sometimes does. Dude, it's just, it's almost like reverse Don't Take the Girl by Tim McGraw. It's just the girl, the girl dies at the beginning of the song, not the end. I like my racial equality and unity songs to be like this. You ever watch the uh, Saturday Night Live sketch with Joe Piscopo and Eddie Murphy doing this? Yeah, yeah. As Frank Sinatra and Stevie Wonder. Hi, Drew Grab Alive. Who are you? I'd rather listen to you to burp and fart than the Rolling Stones, and I'd pay good money to hear it. Robbie! Drunk again. Take back Thursday! No, no, not today. Not today, guys. How are you doing? I'm doing good, buddy. Everything good? How you doing? Uh, I kind of got furloughed this afternoon. Oh, no. You back from Texas? 
Uh, yes, sir. Oh, good, good, good. No, Safe I, I, I bust, I, I bust my ass to get the job done, and then it's, um, yeah, I don't have anything for you. That's for no way to treat days. a vet like you. That's no way to treat a vet like you, Rob. Fascinating. But it don't matter. I, I, I get a job immediately. I got a, I'm a licensed journeyman. Yeah, yeah, you, you are. God bless America, man. Love you guys. Love you too. Oh, Rob. thanks for sharing, Rob. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for the call. I got some uh, breaking boozy pig news. You ready for this? Okay. Their biggest fan. And definitely most famous fan. Can I guess? Yeah. Are they they're in town? Yeah. Uh Buccaneers player? No. Lightning Lightning player? Yeah. Uh Cooch? Yeah. He took the cup there. Oh, really? Yeah. What does he get? Do we know more about what he orders? Does he know. go there to get real like meat? I haven't found out yet. I need to find out. What do you, what kind of Cooch loves the boozy pig? Took the cup there. That'd be so cool if he filled it full of meat. Just ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard to put other meats in there. Maybe you do like a beef stew in there or something. They do a uh, they do a dill pickle uh, ro- uh, jerky. They they, they do they do jerky there. Oh yeah. And and the jerky comes from the animals that they have. They have a, a dill pickle jerky. They got a bulgogi jerky. Uh, jerky. That's tough to say. Bulgogi jerky. They got bulgogi jerky. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Tambuzo is their last name. That's why it's a uh, boozy, uh, boozy pig, Tambuzo. So I thought that was pretty noteworthy. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. So anyway, that song's pretty problematic. That brown sugar. Uh, I gotta find more. I gotta research more. Okay. But I mean, I mean I, it's a, it's a, it sounds almost historical. It's like uh, it's hmm. like the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. I mean, that song's sad, but it really happened. So, I mean, what are we gonna do? <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking for the common thread between that and the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Well, I'm just saying it's a historic tale. He's talking about something that happened in the past. Just because you're acknowledging what happened in the past doesn't mean that you support it. He doesn't say, oh, slave master, whip that slave. Oh, that's true. Uh, Tom uh, Morello has a song about a freed slave. Is that uh, the ghost of old Tom Joad? No, that, that's a Springsteen song that he covered. Oh. What the hell is the name of that song that he has that's about a freed slave? It's really a, I think it's a slave's name, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not defending Mick Jagger. If he needs to be canceled modern day, that's on him. I love this song. The lake it is said never gives up for dead When the skies of November turn gloomy With the load of iron ore 26 I gotta find this song by Tom Morello It's gonna drive me crazy That good ship and true was a bone to be chewed It's like a song about a, a slave, like, breaking free And, uh... The ship was then he, I think it, he overtakes a slave master in the final part of the song. As the big freighters go, it was bigger than most. With a crew and good captain, well seasoned. Concluding some terms with a couple of steel firms when they left fully loaded for Cleveland. Then later that night. Could be this land is your land? No, this is probably this land is your land. I always like that song. That's one of my favorite, like, uh... As I was a-walking That river the highway It's all above me That's, uh, Roseanne Cash is on that song, too. Hi, Drew Gobble Live. Who are you? Hey, Drew. Hi, what's your name? Hey, Jim. Hi, Jim. What's up, buddy? 
Hey, you should uh, read the lyrics to Jump, Jumpin' Jack Flash if you want to see some crazy stuff, man. Oh, uh, the song is You Belong no. to Me. All right, hold on, I will. Why? What's what's going on on that song? I was just, you know, you got you to gotta read it, bro. But listen, right. let me tell you. I've seen those guys in Orlando in 2015. It was phenomenal, bro. Yeah. Phenomenal. Was it phenomenal or was it phenomenal that you were seeing the Rolling Stones and they brought back nostalgic I, feelings? No, but I've seen them 15 times if I've seen them once, man. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, have you seen him once, or have you seen him fifteen times? All right, thank you, I, thank you. Listen to this song by Tom Morello. This is an intense ass song, but it tells a story, like you said. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I'm not a huge Morello fan, but I appreciate his talent a great deal. He sings. Yeah, listen. Summer sun beats down on Virginia's cotton fields. Strong hands work the strong black earth to the call of the chickadee. With shiny boots on a horse named Robert E. Lee. Now whip will crack and tear men's backs, and ankle chains will gleam. He said, Eagles fly and rabbits run, and fire leaps from tree to tree. You may think you belong to you, but you belong to me. Now, this is scary, isn't it? You belong. So is he is he singing the song as a slave owner? Yeah, like the slave owner is telling the slave, "You belong to me." And and it tells about his harsh treatment, but then he gets to the last verse. In his right hand, he held a shotgun. I left behind the stranger as he stood upon the porch. In his right hand, he held a shotgun. In his other hand, a torch. Master shot went wide. Nat Turner stood him on his knees. Nat Turner slave rebellion. burned around them. Master cursed and whispered, please. Nat threw the torch aside. So his other hand was free. He cocked back the hammer. The fire leapt from tree to tree. Said eagles fly and rabbits run and fire leaps as you can see. You may think you belong to you, but you belong to me. You belong to me. You belong to me. I like brown sugar better. What Tom Morello does on his serious show is he'll bring his mom on. I think she's 98 if she's a day. And uh, and he talks to her like she'll she'll get on the microphone. She's not she's not very she's old, but she has a very um, she's got a very uh, interesting past. She protested a lot for the Vietnam War and stuff like that. So she's very passionate, and she's friends with Bono now. So yeah, she, go figure. She, she tells these stories, and it's great. By the way, jumping Jack Flash. Fun fact, because I looked it up. Thank you, sir. Is supposedly a way of injecting heroin into the tear ducts. Oh. That sounds fun. I mean, that's uh, is that when you've tried all other holes and veins, and and you yeah, just, I guess, like once once your arms run dry and you can't go between the toes any longer. Because some people, I mean, I've watched episodes of Intervention where they go straight to the neck. Is that? Do you think the tear duct is before or after the neck? Uh, I think the neck comes before the tear duct. Yeah. Do you have to actually penetrate, or can you just squirt it in there? Like, no, a, you like gotta a, go in a vein, man. Like, well, like you, so you can't just do it. As if it was an eyedropper and just squirt a little heroin in your eye? Are you actually 
I think piercing you, your eye. I think you're piercing the tear duct. I think oh. uh, I think you got to get into the tear duct. I don't think you can liquefy it and put it right in your eye like a little eyedropper. Like a bloop, 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 I'm bloop. not willing to shoot to use needles for drugs. That's uh, right normal. And I can't watch intervention anymore because they all end so sad. Like they they hook you with this beautiful story, and then Ratface or another interventionist is like, uh, you know, you get, oh, you're, look what you're doing to your family, and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'll go straight. And it's like they go to rehab and they come home and they're all clean. They're like, hey, oh my god, I love life again. I'm so forever and then as that music is playing at the end they go bob relapsed three weeks later slaughtered a family of four and then killed himself horrifically on a yeah. train trestle yeah and, and you're just like why did i invest that time and emotion into this it's 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 one of the most traumatizing shows out there it is definitely you got to be prepared to right. take yourself on an emotional journey favorite, for everybody favorite episode uh because i got mine and, it, and it's awful. It's got to be the duster lady, right? It is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, computer cleaner. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There are some other ones. There was a woman who was drinking uh, hand sanitizer. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, that I mean, uh, that was, you know, everybody's got their vice. They do. But uh, but the the uh, the lady was in the honor roll and then started uh, huffing the computer cleaner. She was the best. W- wasn't, didn't she start singing, I'm walking yeah. on sunshine? Or, yeah, that was yeah. it, walking on yeah. sunshine. She's like, walking on sunshine. She was walking out of Office Depot. Yeah. Like, oh, I got my cleaner. They wouldn't sell to her anymore. They're like, we can't sell you any more cleaner. I've been told not to. He's like, I'm walking on sunshine. You ever tried that? Walking on sunshine? Duster? No, man. I'm good. There's a story we've been sitting on all week about um, a millionaire in California that married to his beauty queen of a wife for years. And what he uncovered is incredible to me. The fact that she could do this without him knowing And that's going to lead to us giving away some fantastic cats and prizes next on Drew Garabo Live. Achieve a credit union can help you reduce the balances that you're paying on other cards. Let's say you got a store credit card or a major credit card or a gas card or whatever, and you got yourself in debt. Look, we've all been there. For me, it happened in my 20s, and I would have done anything, and I mean anything, to get out of that debt. Achieve a can help you consolidate all that debt to one Achieva credit card and help reduce the amount of interest you're going to pay. You're probably paying over 20% in interest on your other cards. Pay them off by transferring all of your cards into one Achieva credit card. They won't charge you anything to transfer them all over, so you get one debt, one payment, one low interest rate of just 2.3% through to March 2023 instead of your high interest and start paying off that debt. It costs you zero to transfer over and you need the whole thing online. AchievaCU.com. That's A-C-H-I-E-V-A-C-U.com. You can get cash back and all the MasterCard benefits as well. Again, that's A-C-H-I-E-V-A-C-U.com. No annual balance, no transfer fee, and 1.5% cash back. Following the March 2023 billing cycle, your standard APR of 9.9% to 17.9% for balance transfers, purchases, and cash advances will cash advances will apply based on your credit worthiness. Certain restrictions may apply. Achieve as federally insured by the NCUA. It's Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone.